This is Gemara Megillah Dab Chavav. Learning should be a slush of his Achaim and the version of Rashi is a good and let's wish on a Makal Murkha is a Vishendal, Sikhilabas of Vishendal, Shlomo Ben Levi Zava, Shema Ben Chayo, the Shavan Shirk Makaram Hamish, as well as the Shirk 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 we pick it up on the bottom of as we begin a new parak. As always, every beginning brings with it a little bit of fire, a little bit of life, and hopefully let's continue it. Let's share it, and let's continue as we plow forward into the final stretch, we'll call it, of Mesechus Megillah. Says the Mishnah, If the people of the city sell the town square. Now, why does the town square have Kedusha? Rashi points out. The reason being, because they dive in there on Tainus, like we learned about a month ago in Mesechus Tainus. So they go and they sell the the town square. What are you allowed to do with the money? That is the theme of this Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, you always have to upgrade. You can never downgrade. Something with Kedusha, you can make it a higher level of Kedusha. You can't make it a lower level of Kedusha. So if you sell the town square, what are you allowed to buy? Lach Badama Beisak and Nasas. You can buy a shul. Beisak and Nasas, if you sell a shul, Lach Teva, you can buy an Arin Kaidesh. Teva, lachum etvachais. Or Teva actually might mean a bima. We'll see in the Gemara, it's, it's referred to as two different ways. Teva, Excuse me, if you buy, if you sell the teva, then what do you let to buy? Leichel mitfachais, which are the wrappings of the Sefer Torah. Mitfachais, if you sell the wrappings of the Sefer Torah, as we move over to today's daf, chav vav amen aleph, then what are you allowed to buy? Yichu svarim, then you're allowed to buy Sfarim with that. Sfarim lechu taira. If you sell Sfarim, then you're allowed to buy a taira with it. And again, the truth is, I'll just point out, it's really machlik is reshinim about what that word teva meant, like we said before. So again, you sell Sfarim, you could buy with it a taira. Avol lemachru taira. Taira is the highest level. Loyichu Sfarim. You can't buy Sfarim underneath it with Sfarim loyichu mitvachus. Mitvachus loyichu teva. Teva loyichu beisikneses. Beisikneses loyichu rechayv vechein mimayisrayim. And also with their excess. So it says, the Mishnah, you can always upgrade. You sell the town square, buy a shul. Sell the shul, buy a bima, buy an Aaron Kaidish. Sell the Aaron Kaidish, buy the wrappings for the Sefer Tayyarab. Sell the wrappings, buy Sfarim, buy Tanakh, buy Nevi Suvim. We read for Aftayra again, not regular Sfarim. Nevi Suvim, as the top Rashi points out. You sell that, you can buy a Tayyarab. But the reverse, you can never downgrade when it comes to Kedusha. So says the Gemara. The opinion in our Mishnah, excuse me, is the opinion of Ramanachim Bar Yosi Stemasa. Avol Chachamim Ayimrim. Say the Chachamim. Harechayv ain b'hem mishum kedusha. The town square has no kedusha. But now the Gemara speaks out like we spoke out of the Mishnah of Ramanachim Bar Yosi. My time Where did he get this fact? The town square. Why is there kedusha? It's a street. Ah, you know why? Like we said, all the Amis Rallum by Betaniyus and my dice. Because you dive in there on fast days. You dive in there. On occasion, perhaps we could say, Corona, everyone davened outside and imparted Kedusha, according to Rabbi Nachum, into the ground itself. But for Rabbanon, <coughs> that is only Akrai, <coughs> excuse me, for Rabbanon, that is only temporarily, and therefore the Rabbanon hold, there is no Kedusha to the town square. Says, excuse me, Says the Gemara of Aitor, Bezak and SS, 
Loichen Taira, Teva. If you sell the base, the Gnas says, you sell the Shul, Kvai with it, the Aaron or the Bima. Amar Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmini, Amar Rav Yezin, Nesan Loishanu, Elo Beisa HaKinesh Shal Kfarim. This is only the base, the Gnas says, of a small city. What's the reason? Because that is owned by the private property of the people in the city, in the village. But it's a large basic essence of a big city. Where did it come from? It came from everyone. It's communal, it's public property. You're not going to sell it because it belongs to the public. It is, not op- it is not owned by any singular entity and therefore you're not allowed to sell it at all. Exactly how this is determined, owned publicly, owned privately, obviously is not so simple, but that's what the Gemara says. That the din of the Mishnah is only when something is owned privately, not when it's owned by the public. Amar Ravashi, but high bacon the Masa Mechasia, says Ravashi, the Shul of Masa Mechasia, even though it came, says the Gemara, it came, people came from all over, so you would think it's owned by the public and you could never sell it. Says Ravashi, why are people coming to the Shul? They're coming for me. If I would like, I'd be able to sell it because it does not have the status of a public, public owned Shul, rather a private. Mesvei asked the Gemara, Rav Shmuel just taught us that if you have a private, a small village, you're not allowed to sell the shul. Ask the Gemara. There was a story with the big thing of the Tarsian, which was a certain uh, profession they, to copper and they refined it. They sold it, even though it was owned by a small group of people. The Revelezer. What do they do with it? And they did with it whatever they needed. But you just told me a moment ago that if you have this large basic and essence that's owned by everyone, I, I, it could be I said it wrong before a moment ago, excuse me, one more time. Says the Gemara, since it's owned by everyone, you should not be allowed to sell it. So why over here did these Tarsian, did these copper refiners, why are they able to sell it? Answers the Gemara, and excuse me, the Gemara like, speaks out what we just said. Again, let's make this very clear. If you look up a few lines, the the Gemara spoke out from Rav Shmuel Nachmini Krachim that comes from everyone. You can't sell it, and here we have a Bisekinetzel Krachim, and they're selling it. Answers the Gemara who Ave. It's not true. That was not a shul that belonged to everyone. It was a small shul. The Inu Avdua, and they made of themselves these copper refiners made their own little private shul. Meaning, even though it was in a large city, but it was made by a few people. And that is the reason why they were allowed to sell it. Meisvei, the Gemara asks another kasha. Bebeis Eretz Achuzaschem. It says in the pasuk that Bebeis Eretz in the land of Achuzaschem of your inheritance. This is talking about the dinim of Saras, who's on the walls of the house. It's only in a house of Eretz Achuzaschem, your inheritance. What's the obvious implication of Achuzaschem? Achuzaschem mitam abinagayim and Yushalayim mitam abinagayim. It sounds like only the houses that are owned by people, but not. You shall I him at large, as we'll see in a moment. Amr Rav Yehuda says, Rav Yehuda, Ani lo yishamati el makay mikdash bolvad. Not all you shall I him, but the makay mikdash of Beza Mikdash cannot be kamatamei. Says the Gemara. What do we see from this brayso? The machlekes is makay mikdash or the entire you shall I him. How about the kinesios about the midrashos mitamim? We see clearly the about the kinesios the shuls and about the midrashos could become tamei, even though you shall I him. 
Gizel our city. They're owned by the public. It's not a chuzas chem. It's not private. So what's going on over here? Answers the Gemara. Excuse me. So am I yodik rachem nenu have answers the Gemara. Ema, you know we have to say I'm Rav Yudah Nilo Shamati El Makom Mikudash Belvara. This is exactly what Rav Yudah was saying. Rav Yudah is not coming to say the base Hamikdash. Rav Yudah is coming to argue and say any place with sanctity, any shul and base Medrash that is indeed the pshat of Rav Yehuda that it would not get the kedusha. So says the Gemara. What is this machlekes? What's the crux of this machlekes between Rav Yehuda and the Tanakama? Whether there's going to be Tuma on the walls of the shuls, says the Gemara Bemaikam Ifligi Tanakama Savar. I'm sure many people remember this. We had this similarly recently in the Gemara and Tainis, Gemara and Yuma, excuse me, that Yushalayim was not apportioned to the Shvatim. It was not owned by the Shvatim themselves, and therefore it's not a private ownership, and that's what the Tanakhama says. There can be no Tumah on the walls, because not a Chuzas Chem, it's not owned by any private entity. But Rav Yehuda Savar, it was indeed split up to the Shvatim. And the Gemara explains five lines of the wide lines. We've looked at Tani Tanai, and indeed we previously had a Machlekes Tanayim about this point. The Tani went to the Raisa. What was the portion of Rav Yehuda? HaRavayis, Alishkos, the rooms, Azarais. The court, the, excuse me, the Azarais, yes, the courtyards, what was Binyamin's portion? Ulam, the antechamber of Heichel, so the actual, we'll call it the back end of the Beis Hamikdash, the Ulam, the Heichel, the Kaddish HaKadashim, was Binyamin, and Yehuda was the, the other end. Uritsua, Isa Yaitis, and there was a strip of land that divided Michal Shayuda, Minichles, Michal Shayuda, and that strip of land divided when we learned Yuma, we dealt this extensively, we had beautiful pictures. That strip of land was the part between Yehuda and Binyamin. And on that strip of land was the Mizbeach. This is the Mizbeach. Excuse me. This is the Mizbeach HaChitzayin. This is the outer Mizbeach was in between these two properties. We call him a tzaddik over here. He was very in pain on it. He wanted to swallow up that abortion. He pained him intensely that that part of the Beis HaMikdash is not part of his Shevet, not part of his tribe. As we see in the Pasuk, the one has been in the Pasuk saying, the Pasuk says he was always agonizing. He was bothering him all the time. Because of the mere bother and worry. Zacha binyamin v'nasa shpizchin l'shchina binyamin became a host to the shchina. So what do we see over here? The fact that Binyamin and Yehuda have a ownership that this Shevet is here and this Shevet is here clearly shows us Nishalka Yushlayim the Shvatim. The Shvatim had an ownership. That's one opinion. Vahai Tanisavar. That's like the Tanakama. What are the other Tanahold? Oh, Nishalka Yushlayim the Shvatim. The Tanis learned in Abraisa. Ein Maskir and Batim Yushlayim Nisha Inon Shalahem. When they were come to be Eile Regel, they were not to be allowed to rent houses. You would have to give them away to anyone who wanted to come to stay by you because it's not yours. You don't have any ownership in it. Rav Lazar, Aymer, Rav Lazar says, it's true. Rav Lazar, it's true. You cannot even rent out a singular bed. You would think, okay, I don't own the own house, but maybe one bed I own. No. 
You can't even rent out of it. So therefore, what would they do in order that the host would get something? He had to let everyone sleep in his house. It came around time. Anyone who walked in, shores, take this bed, take that bed. So what do we do? What do we give the host? The host, the innkeepers, they would give them the hides of the cut of the of the excuse me, of the Karbanais, they would take by force. So what do we see? We see that the Machlaikas, whether Yushlaim was the Schalkel is indeed these opinions. The first price that says Yudan Binyamin had proper, had ownership in the land is like the opinion that holds that you have ownership. The second price that says you can't rent out your house when it comes to either Agal is the second price that says there's no ownership of the land. Amr Abayi, Abayi comments on this previous price, Hashem, you know, Yechar, Lemishak, Inish, Gulfa, Umashki, Umashcha, Be'ushpiz, Abaya says, for the previous price that we see, that you can't just leave the host with nothing, says Abaya, it's appropriate to give your owner a, the place that you're staying, a jug, or to give him a hide of an animal that you slaughtered, basically to give him something, even if you're not paying the person that you're staying at, says Abaya, we see that you should leave him something when you leave. Amar Rava comes along Rava, and Rava goes back to the dinner of the Mishnah. When do we say in the Mishnah the entire progression of the Mishnah you can only upgrade in Kedusha the down square to the shul, the shul to the bima, the bima to the wrappings, the wrappings to the sfarim, the sfarim to the safer tire. That's only if the shul. Excuse me. That's only if it was not sold by the presence of the trustees of the town. Avil, however, Shiva Anshi Maimon Anshiir, Avil Bimachru, Shiva Tuva Yir, Bimaimon Anshiir. If the seven trustees of the town sell it in the presence of of the people of the town, then you'll have to use the proceeds of the sale afilu as we turn over to Chavava Mebeis Lemishta Bey Shechra. You'll have to use that money even to drink beer with it, shop your dummy. So Rava learns that the entire din of the Mishnah that when you sell something that has kedushin, you can only upgrade is only a regular sale. But if something is sold with the consent of the of the towns of the of the trustees of the townspeople, then you'll have to do whatever you want. With the money comes the Ravina. Ravina been playing out that which Rav just said. Ravina Tila. Ravina had a certain heap of rubble. The vacant issue there was a shul, I guess that fell, and he had the the broken bricks of it. Also, Kamei Ravashi Amr Leho Ma'ul Mizrei. Am I allowed to plant in that area of the broken rubble? Amar Leis Ravashi responds Al Zamdei Meishiva Tuveir Bemaimenachayir. Sell it in, by the trustees in front of the people, and then Vizara. Then you allowed to do what you want with it. Says the Gemara, shifting a little bit to other dinim of the Kedusha of the Beisach and Esses of the Shul. Rami Barabba, six lines down, Chavavim Beis, Havika Bani Bekanishta, he was building a Shul. Ha, excuse me. Rami Bar Abba Havika Bani Bekanishta, yes, he was building a Shul. Havayahi Kanishta Atika Havay. And there was another old Shul that was there. So what did Ravami want to do? He wanted to replace the old Shul with the new Shul. He wanted to demolish the old Shul to build a new Shul. Well, that's who he lived me. And he wanted to use the bricks, Ukshuri and the beams, Mina from the old Shul. Vaili Lasana brings the place of the new Shul. Yasav Kamabaile, the other of Chista, he was asking of Chista, the other of Chista. 
Once you build the new shul, then you could destroy the old shul. So he's asking, what did Rav Chista mean by saying, after it's built, you could destroy the old shul? Is the reason because we're afraid you have to wait till the new shul is built because you're afraid you're going to be negligent and you're going to be left with no shuls. You have to wait for the shul to be built and then therefore over here, there's nothing you can do. You can't take the bricks to the new shul. So what's the status by us that the original shul is broken down already? Is he allowed to use, excuse me, is he allowed to break down the shul to use the bricks for the new building? They asked, they said, nothing doing. There's no way you could break the old shul before you rebuild the new one. Just like Rav Chista said, you can't use the bricks till so the old one is, is built, new one is built. Omar Rava, Hai Bekinishta Chalufa Uzvuna Shari. Says Rava, we have a shul that if you exchange it for something else, or you sell the shul for something else, that's allowed. What are you not allowed to do? Aguro Mashkuna Aser, to rent out the shul. To mortgage out the shul, that you're not allowed to do. My time, because the shul is still in the original Kedusha. When you sell it, the Kedusha transfers. And then you use the money to buy something else. But if you're just renting it, if you're just using it as a mortgage, then we're afraid, where's the Kedusha right now? And similarly, he says, Rabba, live Ninami. Even the bricks of the shul. To exchange them and sell them is allowed. But to lend them to someone else. That is going to be forbidden. But that is only, says the Gemara, that is only if the old bricks, when the shul collapsed, that's what you're not allowed to do. Meaning, the new bricks that are sitting at the building site, those bricks, you're allowed to do what you want with them. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? It's a mass is designation, is setting something aside of substance. The fact that I took these bricks and this is going to be from the shul, does that give the bricks inherent sanctity and kedusha. now I can't do anything with it? Says the Gemara, even according to that opinion, the opinion that holds that the bricks have kedusha because you set them aside? Honey, mealy, that's not in the case of bricks. That's in the case of you're weaving a garment for a dead body. Then once the garment is woven, we say this woven garment is a status for the mason and can't use it for something else. Avol HaKhul referring to raw materials. Then says the Gemara, it's comparable to a thread that was spun to be used, meaning it's one step removed. And there's no one that says that the fact you designated it is a problem. Again, if you weave a baguette, weave a garment, that garment is for something. That's Hasmana Milsi. That's the opinion that holds that once it's done, you can't do anything with it. But says the Gemara, mere bricks, mere bricks sitting on the floor, that's like the, the thread that was woven, the thread itself. That's already too far removed, and that will have no Kedusha. Says the Gemara Matana, what if they gave the shul away as a gift? What do they do now? Does the shul still have kedusha or not? Why? You know why he says it's aser? It's because the fact that you gave it away as a gift. Why should I remove the kedusha? You know why it leaves? Because the whole reason he gave it as a gift is so the person could have benefit. If he can't have benefit for it, what did he gain by giving it as a gift? Matana Kizvini says the. Must be that it's like a sale, and therefore 
there is no Kedusha on the building itself and you do what you want with it. And again, of course, the Din of the Mishnah is referring to that you sell the shul, what do you do with the proceeds, the money, you buy with it, the teva, the ark, or the bima. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabban, a very famous Gemara we're about to learn, because people ask these shilas all the time, you know, after Sukkot, am I allowed to throw on my lulav? What am I allowed to do with different Tashmishe Mitzvah? Items that were used as a mitzvah, says the Gemara, Tashmishe Mitzvah, Nizrak, and you allowed to throw those out. You allowed to take your lulav and discard it? Of course, everything should be done with appropriate manner. Don't just chuck it. You put it in a bag and you put it in the garbage. But the din is you're allowed to throw it out. But the Hashemisha Kedusha items that were used for Kedusha, used for Tefillin, used for Sifrei Teres, we'll see. Then in Nignazin you have to bury them. Ve'elu ain't Hashemisha Mitzvah. Here it is. Next time after. So because you want to know what do you have to do with your lulav after Hanukkah, you want to know what do you have to do with your wigs? Here it is. Tashmishay mitzvah gemara megillah that chavavim base explains the gemara. Sukkah, sukkah, lulav, shayfer, tzitzis. Those are all tashmishay mitzvah. You're allowed to discard them. Ve'eloin tashmishay kedusha is the lutzkma svarim is the wrappings. The sacks for Svarim, Tfilin, and Mezuzah, Svitik shall save a and the case of the Sefer Taira, Vinartik shall Tfilin, and the case of the Tfilin, Uritsuai, same, and the Ritsuis. So the Tfilin and their boxes, the Sefer Taira and their covering, those are Tashmisha Kedusha, and that cannot be discarded. Has to be buried. Amar Ravam Risham Amina, originally I thought I cursed the Tashmish, the Kursaya, Tashmish, the Tashmish, originally I thought the Kursaya, which is the beam of the place you put the Taira down, I thought that was Tashmish, the Tashmish, that's two steps removed from the actual Kedusha. Of Ishari, and you're allowed to discard it. But Kim the Chazin, the Mosley Sefer Torah. But now that I see they put the Sefer Torah directly on the Bima, Amina Tashvish Kedusha Avu, it is Tashvish Kedusha, and it would have to be buried. And you cannot discard of it. Vama Rav on the first white line, Reish of Amina, originally I thought I Parisa, Tashvish the Tashvish Have. Originally I thought the Parisa, which is the curtain, Rashi says, that's inside the Arin Kaidesh. I originally thought that was Tashvish the Tashvish, and you can throw it out. But came the Chazina, the Eifile, Omanchi, Sivra, Aluye, sometimes. You know what they do? They take that curtain out and they put the Sefer Torah on that curtain. Amina, Tashvish, Kedushu, Basar, similar that we sometimes, if there's no Bima, what do we do? We take a Talis and we put it down, we put the Sefer Torah directly on it that tells what have a din of Tashmish Kedusha, of course, if it happens once in a blue moon, not like you're seeing over here, we're saying that they did commonly. Vama Rava, third statement, Hai Tivuta, the Irfit, says Rava Tirufa, which is the Aroin that houses the Aroin Kedish, the Irfit that fell apart. Ma'avda Tiva, you know, you do with it, you make with it a smaller Zutrasa Shari to make from a large Aroin Kedish to a smaller Aroin Kedish that is allowed. But Kursaya Aser, but to make out of it a Shten. That is not allowed because the shender is not the same kedusha as the arain itself. Vamarava din number four. High priest of the bala says Rava the curtain. That's on the Aron Kodesh came worn out. Let every priest lesifra shari to use it to make coverings for the scrolls. That's allowed. Lachumshim to use it for a covering for the chumish. That is aser. That is forbidden. Vamarava. Honey is vili dechumshi vekamti desifri. Says Rava the sacks for the single books of the Torah or the cases for the Torah itself. Tashmish kedusha ninu v'nigdaz we have to bury. Says Marv Shita. Of course, it's for the sefer Torah. Mao the day I would have thought honey love the chvayt and avidi. Why are you making these entities? It's not for the covet is that the honor of the Taira? Rather than a tour Alma Avidi doing it just to guard it to keep it safe, Kamash Malan that it still has Kedusha in it. And one more story, and we'll call it a day, says the Gemara Hube Kenishta, do you die? There was a shul of Yudai Ramai of Roman Jews of Pasakla that they would open up. 
Excuse me, that we pasach lahu edrayna that was opened up into a certain chamber, a certain room. That we machas be mace. You have a shul that's opened up into a room in which there is a mace in that room, and the problem is that we buy kahanim maybe let's awesome. And the kahanim want to come in because they want to daven. Problem is you can't daven because the room next door with an open window has a mace. So also amli the rava, amr lahu rava shmandi. No, you should do dali tiyufta svoye davli kli eight so suin lenachas. Take the teva. Dar in Kaidesh and put Dar in Kaidesh in the window. Because Dar in Kaidesh is an item that is made to stay stationary. And the rule is, it's not It'll act as a barrier or a blockage. And then the Kahanim will be allowed to dive in over there. But says the Gemara, there are times that we moved our in Kaidesh. And they put the Sefer Torah on it. it. Sounds like they used to have a practice. Sefer Torah like came apart and became a bima. And it is movable. Whether it's full or whether it's empty. So Rabbi asks, no, it's not stationary always. Answers the Gemara, so says Rabbi, you're right. If that is a scenario, if you're correct, that they sometimes take apart the Arankaidish and they move it, then it is not going to be considered a stationary item, and then it will not act as a barrier between the mace, and then the Kayhanim will not be allowed to enter the shul. We'll pick it up from our Zutra the next year, Amir Tzah Hashem.